Welcome to the Finding Joy podcast. Glad you found us. I'm Jerry, along with Rob and Benji. Kind of our unofficial motto or slogan or mission statement is shining a spotlight on the joy that exists in the lives of people all around us. And we also like to say we're on a mission to find joy wherever it is. And might mean that we go out on a mission and search for joy within our our area or search for joy within our studio or even within our families. And I guess you could say that's where we're going with that's this particular what we're episode. Doing. Yeah, with this episode, we have invited our daughters into the studio today. And so you're going to hear a lot of voices. We'll introduce those voices to you coming up. This was a fun one. Yeah. A little nerve-wracking going into it, just trying to make sure that nothing too embarrassing got wrong. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> right. And I think our daughters probably felt the same way. Of course. <laughs> so let's get them in here and talk with our daughters for this episode of the Finding Joy Podcast. You know, I'm not sure whose idea this particular episode's topic was, but they ought to be taken out and flagellated. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know how smart this was. <laughs> in the studio, we are, and we're not on the road for this particular segment. We are in the studios of the Joy FM because we needed a place with a lot of microphones because there's six of us. There's me, Jerry, and Rob and Benji, and then our daughters, Kelsey and Autumn and Maddie. Kelsey is my daughter, and she works here at the Joy FM. She's our receptionist and promotions assistant, and she fills in on LF Radio, which is one of our alternate streams on the Joy FM app. And I'll let you guys introduce your daughters. And uh, my daughter, Maddie, is actually a road manager for a Christian illusionist, Brock Gill. Fancy. Yes. Yeah. So she gets to go on tour with him. And Are you the girl in the box up- that gets cut in half? No. No. <laughs> um, I, No. No, <laughs> I'll take that hard no, she, pass But on she that does one. put the apple on her head, and yeah. he has really? to shoot an arrow. No, <laughs> but no, he does shoot an arrow. He yes. does shoot an arrow. Yeah. And my daughter Autumn is here, and Autumn is a junior at Lagrange High School. And let's see, what else? Uh, for work, Autumn takes care of my grandmother, her great grandmother, and um, she's just she's just a good kid. <laughs> Taking care of family can be a hard job, so yes. I applaud you. Seriously. Yes. yes. The reason we're here is I don't know how long ago it was. It was several weeks back. Because Maddie, besides being uh, an illusionist road manager, also fills in at the Joy FM from time to time in the front office whenever people are on vacation or we've got things going on like t shirts for turkeys. Well, there was one day not too long ago that Maddie was in and Kelsey was at the front desk and I was on the air and Kelsey heard me say something about my daughter Kelsey and she said what did you say oh, oh what's I he said, gonna here we go again <laughs> or something I, and and Maddie was like yeah I know exactly what you you, you know what you're feeling <laughs> and we just started getting into this conversation about our dad's talking about us on air without us knowing and how like we kind of feel like we need to sign a um consent form consent form or something like hey you know what we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about what you're gonna talk about do do i ever do i ever make you feel like that autumn do you no you're you're good with what i say yeah i'm mostly nice (laughs) and maddie you you know when i talk about you how long have you been in radio like my whole life yeah yes it's it's not it's a lifestyle now yeah it's it's not that bad you guys are you you're not that hard on us you don't tell you don't tell you don't tell horribly horribly embarrassing stories there's one or two here or there throughout the years yeah but for the most part you you do a good job you keep it clean 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and remembering well, that we have feelings, too. That That's kind of the basis of this particular segment of the podcast. And I, it could very well be the first meeting of a new support group, Daughters of Radio Dads. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure daughters. there are hundreds say, of Daughters of Radio out Dads. In my, in my head, the acronym would be DORD. 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 Yeah, DORD. That'd be weird. DORD's Daughters of Radio Dads. <laughs> Maddie, you told a story to Kelsey that day that sort of was the genesis of this whole thing about oh. you yep, in a gymnasium yep. at college. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, jeez, um, I don't remember when that was. It's a couple years ago. I was working out at the gym at Gordon State College, and I was with a friend. And so friend one will be my friend. Friend two will be her friend. So friend one goes to talk to friend two. Friend two was like, oh, my gosh, like who's your friend? So friend one was like, oh, that's Maddie. Her dad works for the Joy FM is at the radio station. So friend two goes to friend one and was like, hey, do you think she would sign this piece of paper for me? <laughs> so I'm sitting there on the floor, like stretching, like sweaty as I'll get out. And friend one comes to me and she's like, hey. So what happened was, <laughs> my friend wants to get your autograph because your dad's famous and of course, you know, famous by, what was it, association? Yeah, there yeah we go. right, yeah. So that's the time I signed an autograph with sweaty in the gym. <laughs> I'm trying to think who it was because in the course of that someone said something about someone coming up to them and asked them how's it feel to have a dad who's famous oh that was me not that we think we are famous oh, yeah. we are, by yeah. any no, stretch but our jobs are a little bit different than the average job we're 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 I a little know, Jerry, bit, we're kind of a big deal. Well, we a little bit. I, I mean, I've have you ever been in the supermarket checking out and you say something to the cashier and she recognizes you because of your voice? I know that voice. <laughs> Didn't this happen the other day in Publix for you? And yeah, then the well, same and that was by sight because this person apparently is a rabid fan. She she described herself as a rabid? crazy fan. <laughs> yeah, because she said that looks like, and no one ever says to me that looks like because we're on the radio. No one knows what we look like, but thanks to the internet and the website, that looks like Jerry Williams. And she came up to me, had a little girl, and introduced her little girl to me and said that she had freaked you out a week or two before because she did the same thing yeah, to I'm you. Yeah, I'm over there shopping for bananas. And she, <laughs> hey, aren't you, Benji? <laughs> yes, Who are you? I am. <laughs> that does happen to us from time to time. Yeah. And, and I don't know, because you guys all grew up. I mean, since you've been around, your dads have been in radio, and you're used to hearing them, hearing us on the air and things like that. You know, it's funny, because with Autumn, I was I was employed at a radio station when she was really little, and I took uh, about a six- or seven-year hiatus from radio, and I, I just remember her talking about dad being at, the, at work, and just, I can still hear her little voice saying, he's at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Autumn actually literally grew up in a radio station from birth because uh, my wife, Misty, uh, she was working at the same station that we were at, and um, she could actually do her work from her office and uh, was allowed to have Autumn in her office <laughs> with her my for gosh, the first few months. That you know? sounds like uh, my story with Nancy. I yeah. mean, Nancy started out, she was a traffic manager at a radio station we were both at on Long Island, and Maddie was the same th yeah. the wow. same way. She'd hang out in Nancy's office. Yeah. You know, She couldn't hang out in my office because I was an airborne traffic reporter, yeah. so I couldn't get her in the plane or anything like that. Yeah. It's not an easy place to nap. No. no. 
So, Autumn, having a dad in radio, has it given you any sort of advantage in life? <laughs> well, so I get far? asked a lot of questions, like, how is it like having your dad on the radio and stuff? Yeah. And so, how is it like having your dad on the radio? It's pretty cool. How yeah? does it make you feel? Yeah. Okay. We right. get some clout for it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> get some what for it? Some what? Clout. Clout. That's not a new word. That's not a new word? That's not a new word? I'm just trying to stay up on the lingo. <laughs> So do you guys think that it's different than having a guy, you know, than, than your friends who maybe his dads are cops or work in a factory or whatever? Honestly, to me, it's just, that's just your job. I'm so used to it. And so everything that it's, it's just, I'm used to that being your job. I, I, I think of it as that must be how people or kids of like, legit celebrities feel you know like movie stars and everything because i've heard you know or seen interviews where they interview the kid and like what do you think about your dad being on being on this movie or whatever and they're like it's just another day you know it's not anything special because we've grown up with it and that's kind of how i feel and how you know i describe it to people who ask me that question Hmm. so autumn i worked at I worked in retail for a number of years before I came back to radio. Was there, did, did you like me working in retail better than working on the radio or is it no big difference? Just as no long as difference. I brought home the paycheck, right? <laughs> That's right. As long as the allowance was there. Everywhere. That's all that mattered. Now, I don't know about you guys, but now Maddie has been on the air before I mean as far back as what you were three and a half four for your first (laughs) time on the radio yes yeah Um, so was there a time where you actually had your daughters when they were young on the radio at all not much um not when I was young yes you know Barnes and Noble but um like I guess a few years ago but yeah when I was young or anything and she's she's always got these friends that are little entertainers themselves. And I, I've actually had, I know uh, one of your friends, Izzy, was on the radio with me a while back yeah. because she had a huge crush on, uh, you guys remember Captain America? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They are former producer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huge crush on him. So I, I got those two on the air together when I was filling Aww. in for JR one day. And that was That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just—it's—it's it's part of your life, I guess. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. when you uh, when you do it for work, and you know, when you grow up with it, there's there's no escaping it. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't even know how this started, but Kelsey was uh, when I was still doing the morning show after Sheila passed away. I was doing a, a two-person morning show. Kelsey would come in occasionally and help co-host. Basically, she would answer phones and edit phone calls and 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 do some bits with me. On yeah, the air. I'm not even sure how that started. That was when I was going, I went to Gordon State College as well. <laughs> and that was when I was um, commuting yeah. to there. And uh, so I'd come in super uber, uber early yeah. with you in the mornings and then uh, go to college after that. Yeah. But I can't remember how that happened either. All right. Well, I, I think shifting away from, from us being dads on the radio, let's, let's get to know our... Uh, us <laughs> the eyes of our, our daughters here for a second um so autumn what would you and i'm just going to put you on the spot here what would you if you can remember back first thing that comes in your mind maybe the funnest day 
you and I ever had can you remember? Like just just a day that you can look back on or just a moment you can look back on and it makes you smile. I mean, whenever we like travel anywhere, it's always fun. That's so, true. I mean, I don't have like an exact moment because, I don't know. You're, well, we've you're been on fun. a lot of daddy-daughter <laughs> dates. Yes. I think all of those have been yeah. just just the best. That's like top mm-hmm. of the list for me. Those are special <laughs> moments. You guys ever get to spend just time one-on-one with dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for, for me... You know, my dad and I work at the same place, so we carpool in the morning. So, like, I love the fact that we have our one-on-one time on the way to and from work, and then every day we have lunch together. Yeah, so, I love that about the yeah. two of you yeah. guys. Yeah, so, I, like, I we, we're able to, like, have that, you know, one-on-one time while we're still at work. So, I, that's what I really enjoy about us both working at the same yeah. place. I always feel bad about going into Jerry's office when lunchtime's around <laughs> and ha- having a question for him because I'm like, not only am I interrupting his lunch, but it's his daddy-daughter time. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Maddie? I don't know. Like, it's been a hot minute for us because I've been gone most of the year. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, those times are special since, you know, I'm getting older and traveling more and don't have that time at home. I think probably one of the coolest things was it was years ago when i was little when you and i went to new york together by ourselves that's right yeah that was like years oh ago i think that's the fun. first memory that i have of us like actually going on a trip together um and like our first daddy daughter time i forgot and what we did but i just remember it was a spur of the moment thing where i found a great deal on plane tickets to new york and said let's go and uh we hopped on the plane it was around the time of your birthday too so we got to How celebrate Oh gosh, I don't remember. Yeah. But we got to celebrate little. with, you know, my dad and, mm-hmm. and stepmom and my brother and sister in law and it was a great oh, time. Really cool. Yeah. Aww. It really was. Birthday in the city. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about uh the perks of being a daughter of a dad in radio? Are, or are there any perks? Oh, there's plenty of perks. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. All the station t-shirts you want. That, All the t-shirts. That, meeting different artists. The concerts? And, and bands and concerts and just, and you backstage, know. Yeah. Backstage the, the, stuff. That's, that's really how, how I started my career. Right. That's right. Because yeah. of you and radio. Yeah. Um, and just like going to the concerts and falling in love with like the production aspect of it. Um, and then getting to talk to some tour managers and be like, hey, what what do I need to do to get in, in this? Um, so that's what's that's been a huge plus. Yeah, for definitely. this, Maddie, is that going to be career for you? you as think? far as I know, yeah. yeah. I that's mean, awesome. we're kind of on a break right now, but fall I comes saw, around. Maddie, I saw Maddie in action not too long ago at one of Brock's shows, and she just looked like she was in her element. She this certainly is, was, yeah. and, you know. And as a dad moment, uh, you know, very proud, very, yeah. very proud of her to see you really jazzed about something and and just going at it and. Just all grown up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, very proud of you. And I mean, yeah, it's and as crazy as those days are, like show days, we got load in, and then we're constantly going from load in to load out. Like, it's crazy, but it's so much fun. And That's then getting cool. to hear like the stories from people who came to the show, just talking to Brock, and I'm like, "That's why we're doing what we're doing." And you get to hear how God has worked mm-hmm. in their lives, you know, and that that's 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 even better mm-hmm. you know when you hear those stories yeah 
yeah so it's been found a couple of magic cards here and there every once in a while since coming home from tour where did the Brock. six of clubs come from yes. <laughs> well autumn is the young one in of, of the three of you and um autumn's got aspirations to be a nurse and I'm so proud of it. And, 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 you know, for the longest time, you've gone through several different. A lot. A lot. <laughs> uh, you, you, I think you wanted to be a veterinarian at one point, didn't you? A vet, a cook, just a bunch of things. Yeah, Autumn wanted to have a restaurant. She had this dream <laughs> when she was little. She would. She wanted to call it foods from around the world. (laughs) (laughs) And she got that love of food from her uncle, who's a a chef, a really good chef out in Colorado Springs. And, um, but I'm, I'm just so proud of Autumn. She's going to, she's doing, she just got inducted into the national honor system. Oh, that's great. And, um, she's doing well in Spanish and that's what you want to minor in, or is it a double major? You want a double major. major Oh, all right. Yeah. So she's, (laughs) She's ready to, you know, travel the world and uh, and be a nurse while she's doing it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm just glad and just happy that she finally has settled into uh, one career path. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? One. She's a junior in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So don't don't feel pressure. Uh, even though somebody will tell you, you know, you got to know what your major is going to be before you no. get down. No. You know what? No. You just go where God wants you to go. Mm-hmm. I I thought God was calling me to the pastoral ministry and went to seminary for, for years and uh, wound up doing radio. I don't know how that happened. I still <laughs> but it did. And so, you know, you just roll with it. You just, as long as you're willing to do what God wants you, what his call is on your life, you'll be okay. Yes. Kelsey, your dad, I have seen a couple of moments in, in my time of knowing him of just 100% realizing how much he loves you. And I oh, know that, yeah. you know, uh, I, I, a couple of years ago, you know, three, four years ago, you moved away from home. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I saw your dad in a, in a way where I, I just knew that was kind of tearing him apart, yeah. that he was not going to have you around. Yeah. Um, you guys have a pretty special relationship. Oh, yeah, definitely. We, uh, <laughs> we are very much alike. So yeah. we tend to butt heads at times, but 15 minutes later, we'll be joking about something else. So... We are very much alike, and we buddy, you know, butt heads, yeah. but we it never gets far enough to where we're angry with each other. But we we definitely have a special bond, I would say. And uh, you know, whenever I was out, because I I wasn't living in Georgia for a good couple of years, and I know that was definitely difficult on me, and I knew it was difficult for him, and you know, my mom, and especially like I said, because we had a lot of our one on one time was being at work together or traveling to and from. And so once that's taken away, you realize, you know, how much you really appreciate that time. Mm. So I know that had, cause I, 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 I noticed it whenever I moved, I was like, man, you know, that I right about now I'd be pulling into work with dad, you know, and it was not that way. So I was like, I wonder <laughs> if he's noticing a huge difference. Like I am like, it's just so, it's so crazy how, how one thing changes so rapidly. And then the whole rest of your life changes as well. So, but yeah, I, I, I appreciate you saying that because, mm. uh, we definitely do have a special bond and I see that for, you know, Rob and you too, Benji, between your daughters, like you guys all have such a great bond. And I think that's something that, um, 
you don't come by as often as you should with yeah. with fathers and daughters these days. I certainly value my daughter. I it's funny because you know I I didn't I didn't go there when I mentioned that you I saw something in you when Kelsey left from home. Um, but you know there were tears involved, and um, I think <laughs> I think any time that. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's junior in high school. I just, yeah, yeah I, I think anytime Autumn Autumn sees emotion come from her dad, I, I, you're okay with that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, we got a box of tissues around here somewhere. <laughs> I know, like I started getting teary and trying to hold it back to you. Like now, Ben's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it's uh, a support group. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. doored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's always that danger that when you're talking about things that are dear to your heart, I know at least for me, there's just something in me. When I talk about things that are very dear to me, my family, uh, when I talk about the cross, something in my spirit just kicks in. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And it just makes me emotional. And yeah. and that was pretty evident as we were wrapping up that first segment of the Dords episode. <laughs> yeah, I think we came up with our title for this one. <laughs> Yeah, I am going to sure. start that Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. <laughs> well, coming up, we are going to be spinning a wheel here to uh, find out a little bit more. We're going like to give the, the wheel, daughters a the chance. The wheel of discussion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we'll give them a chance to find out more about us, too. Absolutely. We've got a new member of the Joy FM family. Well, she's not a new member of the Joy FM family. The podcast family. The podcast, podcast family, yes. Yes. It is part of our morning show, The Morning Cruise. Carmen has got her own podcast called Off Air with Carmen. And she's just going to have conversations with various people in the industry. And it's going to be a little more, I guess you could say, meat to the conversation. A little more in-depth than maybe yeah. you yeah, can exactly. get a chance to on the radio. Right. Yeah, you can find out a little bit more about those kinds of stories when you listen to Carmen's new podcast, right. Off Air. And you can find that on the Morning Cruise section of our website, thejoyfm.com. You want to make sure that when you go to thejoyfm.com, you click on Georgia. And that's also where you can find our podcast and the Jewel Show podcast bonus material and things like that. The on-air tab at the top of the page. Just click on that, scroll down to the Finding Joy podcast. And speaking of the Jules Show podcast. When Shane Daniel went on his very first mission trip, he just thought he was going to help build a church in Nicaragua. But a conversation with some young boys about baseball put Shane on a totally unexpected path. On the next episode of the Jewel Show podcast, hear how the gospel is being shared through a ministry called Christ Through Baseball. At each camp, uh, we provide the cleats, the pants, the jerseys, the hats, of course, all the resources, food, and everything else. To hear more, go to thejoyfm.com slash jewels. Shall we get to the wheel? You guys, yeah, uh, we can do the I wheel. Because we've been asking wheel. all the questions here, and I think it may be time for you guys to have a go at this. And so what is the format that we decided on for this? Well, we're going to choose one color okay. each, and then whatever color it lands on, that daughter needs to ask the dad. Okay. A question. Oh, okay. All right. So, so why don't we do? Let's do the white 
will be Benji, okay. the Purple Jerry, and the Red Rob. Okay. okay. Red Rob. Red, Red Rob. Rob. That's easy to remember. <laughs> so wait, no. So I've, I've already forgotten. <laughs> 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 well, 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 like yeah. The per- closest personal okay. spin. Right, Manual okay. spin. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what are the colors again? Because Kelsey already forgot. White is Benji. <laughs> white is Benji. Okay. Benji white. I just got to focus on my dad. And the red is Rob. Okay. okay. Red is Rob. Right. You're red. Okay. All right. Go for it, Maddie. All right. All right. Okay. If I was from Mars, oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw the question out that I was talking to you about this morning. What, it, uh, if you can recall, what is your most uh, embarrassing childhood picture? Oh, embarrassing childhood <laughs> picture. Childhood <laughs> picture. Golly, I don't know that there are any that are real embarrassing. Um, oh well, your pap and grandma was very, were very nice. They, well, you know, it, what you you didn't carry around a camera back in those days. It wasn't yeah, like you had true. it in your cell phone. It was a, true. had to be a special occasion to take pictures. Some of my favorites are of me and my brother. Yeah, I do have one of me and Mike Christmas nineteen sixty. His very first Christmas, us sitting in front of the Christmas tree, and you can see a couple of the presents in the background. Uh, there's another one a few years later where we're in the backyard and it, it looks like a foot of snow. I think this must have been in New Jersey, um, me and Mike. He was maybe three, so I was probably like five or, or six. Aww. And then we've got one of us sitting on Santa's lap from probably around I've, that same that same time. Yeah, I remember that one. I know exactly which one you're talking about because you got the old retro San- Santa suit. <laughs> Perhaps though, the most embarrassing is another one that I think my grandparents took when they were visiting. It was me and Mike in front of my very first car, a 1969 Dodge Coronet, and we had the you know this was in the early 70s, so the long hair, the tank tops, the sh- my brother's shorts. They were like cross-country like, shorts. They almost looked they like are- hot pants. On. Yes. <laughs> That so was pretty short. embarrassing picture. I remember that. that. I do remember like commenting we're there on that. trying to look as tough as we can. You know, we're uh, what 17, <laughs> 17 and fifteen, just trying yeah, to cool. Yeah, these string beans you know. up yeah. against this car. Yeah. That would probably be the most embarrassing. I think everybody's got a picture of you know from their teenage life trying to look tough. Yeah. I don't know about you, Rob, but I, yeah. I certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> the muscle shirts were back in yeah. you know in the in the eighties. You know, when I, I was a teenager. Those, you know, you know, not that was, I had muscles. You remember those bicycle hats that they. I, oh, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. war in Europe with the the bills flipped yeah, up. Yeah. You girls probably don't even know what <laughs> oh, that yes. is. But okay, I, know. Yes. I had one of those on at this mini golf course, and I'm just like <laughs> trying to look tough with the rest of my family, just looking like tourists. You know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Was it like a neon color, like a hot Probably, pink? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's Let's spin the wheel next? again. Spin the wheel, I think. Oh, goes back to blue. Spin it again. Yeah. Blue's yeah. off the table. All right, white is Benji. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Autumn, so, Autumn you got a question for me? Okay. Um, if you could replace all of the grass in the world, what would you replace it with? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like her in her hard questions. To say that's an interesting question is an understatement, first of all. <laughs> If I could replace all the grass, um, ah, the first thing that comes to mind, and I don't even know why, is Big League Chew. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a mess on a hot day. It would be. 
It would be, but you'd always have bubble gum around. (laughs) 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 All right, let's see if we can get it on red for Rob. There you go. Hey. All right. All right. You've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with it? (laughs) (laughs) An Indian elephant, an African elephant, (laughs) any kind of elephant. If I've been given an elephant and I can't give it away or sell it, what would I do? Um... Oh my gosh! Um, I mean, we got a whole acre in our backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would take up the entire acre, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> what would you do with it? Uh, take it on tour, maybe. You know, capitalize on it. Take it on tour. Of course, I don't know what kind of trailer I would use to put that. You know, <laughs> get that thing around. A but, very big one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or all you I can keep... always just ride it from yeah, place there you to place. Go. It may take you a while. All I keep thinking, I'm showing my age, is the the, the movie Cannonball Run. Do you remember oh, that yeah, movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, There was the one. No, maybe it was the Smokey and the Bandit one where they had to transport an elephant oh, from one state to another one. And Dom DeLuise was the doctor trying to You take girls care of remember the that yeah, movie, exactly. right? Totally. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. You know, trying to transport in a tractor trailer. So yeah. I might need to do that. That's but, funny. Yeah, why not capitalize it? You know, rides. There we go. Yeah. You know. Birthday parties. Birthday there parties. You, you know, petting zoos, you know. All right. Go. All right, here we go. Yeah, why not? Why not? Let's see if we can get some more. Oh, it's Red for Rob. Red for Rob. What is your opinion on garden gnomes? Garden. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Garden gnomes. <laughs> I went on the internet and searched up, and I know Autumn did this too. Searched funny interview questions, and these are just some of the top ones that I thought were hilarious. So, what is your opinion on garden gnomes? Um, uh, you know, uh, um, it, dress them up. You know, <laughs> you know, let them let them spread joy around the world. You know, oh, it's, you know. my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, it, that's it, you know. <laughs> that's great. All right, so we'll spin it again. Uh, All right, right, I got a good... Oh, my phone just went blank. Okay, there we go. If you could compare yourself with any animal, which would it be and why? Ooh, oh, man. Now, this means which animal do you think you're most like? Not I know, which one I know. do you well, like compare. the most? Yeah, I know. Compare myself to any animal. Uh, maybe a monkey. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Why a monkey? Why not a monkey? A monkey, because a monkey is industrious and intelligent, and but still maybe takes itself too seriously sometimes. And is you know, while everybody's laughing, the monkey thinks he's really doing something pretty cool. So maybe a monkey. Okay. I can I'm see that. Thinking maybe you had a love for bananas or something. Well, <laughs> and there is the banana angle. He's always loved monkeys, though. All right. <laughs> Um, what kids movie did you think was too scary when you were a child? Oh, that is really easy. The Dark Crystal. Really? Really? Yes. The Muppet one? There was Muppets yeah, in that one. Well, I mean, it was the yeah, there was only the one, but I just did not like that movie. It freaked me out. Other than, you know, but it came out when I was a, a an adult. The only other one is the Polar Express, which oh, that's, is yeah. that was yeah, scary. That is, I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, that movie is awesome. But some of the kids in that movie are kind of their eyes are eerie looking. Wow, me. how is it that you two are Rob and Jerry's daughters and Autumn is mine? Because you you guys agree with me on that. <laughs> that <laughs> I, 
since then. <laughs> Ever since I saw that, I was like, there's something with the they eyes. They look like on zombies. This. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for agreeing with me. Autumn, you need to hang out with these two. <laughs> Do you have a story related to your daughter that we haven't shared? Maybe, and as far as it relates to especially being a dard. A daughter of radio dads. Oh, especially as it relates to radio. I don't know. I'll give you one. Maybe maybe, okay. maybe oh, no. we'll get oh, the juices flowing. Sorry, this Kels. isn't a bad one. This was back, I think we were probably living in Louisville, Kentucky at the time. And it was the Young Messiah Tour. I think Avalon was a part of it. And uh, uh, Lornell Harris, maybe, because I remember him doing... A, a, a great version of one of the Christmas carols. You, you girls listen to that all the time, right? But up sure. until and up until that time, anytime there was a concert that we went to, I would always MC it. Would bring the acts out and stuff like this. Well, the Young Messiah tour was a was totally packaged deal, and they advertised on radio stations, but there was no on stage presence for the radio stations. So I actually got to sit in the audience and watch a concert like a regular person with my family. And at one point early on in the show, Kelsey turned to my wife and said, Mommy, this isn't a concert because we had told her we're going to go to a concert. She goes, what are you talking about? Of course it's a concert. She goes, no, Daddy's not up there. It's not a concert. <laughs> so in her mind, it wasn't a concert unless Dad was up on stage bringing the act out. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't remember that. That's, that's cute. <laughs> and that same vein, though, I, I feel like, you know, some of the fun times, Rob, both of you could probably relate to this, is just being able to hand the T-shirts over to Autumn to throw out at concerts. <laughs> yeah. and, you, know, you guys are always great for being assistants for throwing T-shirts. I vowed to never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> that story, yes. Yeah. I forgot where we were, but I almost broke a huge light from stage throwing a T-shirt. I threw it up instead of out and hit the light and... So my daughter's not going to be a quarterback. You no. Know, it's, okay. No. You know, <laughs> it's okay. I almost fell off the stage doing it one time. Oh, really? It was a really, yeah, it was a really long and narrow stage. And it was like it went out into the crowd. And it was so narrow that you had to stand one person behind the other. Like you couldn't stand shoulder to shoulder. And I, I, I threw a little too hard, and no. I almost fell off the side. No. <laughs> and so wow. uh, that was actually, I think, the last time I threw t-shirts. <laughs> it's been a couple of years. Uh, well, I can remember when uh, I was a traffic reporter in Atlanta, and um, I it, there would be from time to time where Maddie would need to come into work with me. I worked in a central office, and then we supplied traffic reports to various radio stations. Um, I go back to uh, 2001 when I would bring her in, and she would actually, when I was doing traffic for our station, and Paige, our evening person on the Joy FM, was doing the afternoons at that time. She would bring in her daughter, Ashley. Ashley. I'd have Maddie in my studio with me, and the two of them would be talking back and forth and VeggieTales stuff off the air. And we try it's, <laughs> the moment we would try to get them both on the air. Boom! They'd clam up. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but there was one time I got Maddie. I was one of the stations I was doing traffic for was an oldie station in Atlanta. And 
you know, prior to me going on the air, I'm in my office doing some work and I see her over in my little studio and she's at the computer, you know, typing things up and then she would, you know, do the outro to the particular station, Fox 97 on time traffic. <laughs> so I got to record that. Oh. And then I told the afternoon person on that station, I said, I've got my three and a half year old saying that. And so we did the whole live traffic report and they go, you know, he introduces says, and, and he says, Rob, you're going to have a, a guest at the end of this. I said, yes. So I go through the whole traffic report and I say, okay, Maddie, take it away. And there's the, and there she is saying Fox 97 on time traffic. Yeah. Need to bring it out again. I think I still have yeah. that tape. Yes. All right. I <laughs> yeah. think I hear some bonus material coming. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Have you met anybody? Yeah. Um, I think I met Crowder. Did I? Did you? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's your your whole life is Isn't running that, together. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. We met for King and Country in Lagrange. Yes, we did that. Right? Yeah. And then me- messengers. We are. Messengers. We are messengers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Darn. Oh, yeah. Darn. Darn. <laughs> Was there one artist that actually you know you guys were enamored with meeting at all? Oh goodness. <laughs> I was super excited, this is way back in the day, to meet um, Jackie Velasquez. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That, I, was, I, had, I was a huge fan of hers. I even remember um, a friend of mine, this was in elementary school for me, she had a little you know, costume party where it was come you know, dress up as your favorite celebrity, and I dressed up as her. <laughs> and nobody, nobody really knew who she was, but I was like, she's awesome. I was so excited to meet her, and I met her eventually one day. Yeah, and I was, at Six Flags, yeah. I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was just a Jackie Velasquez show or if it was one of the bigger Atlanta Fest when they were doing them at Six Flags or whatever. I remember we hung yeah. out with her backstage for a yeah, while. Yeah, I and mean, you have a picture uh, of yeah. that. And mm-hmm. I was so excited. I had this, like, awkward, super excited too afraid to show it how excited I am smile on my face and so that was that was one somebody I was super excited to meet we got to meet all of Hillsong United yeah at, we did that at the Atlanta Motor Speedway for Rush, oh, yeah, Rush. Yes, you know what's yeah. funny is uh, my whole family uh we had a, a bonus kid with us too uh mm-hmm. your, your friend Alyssa I think was, was with Lisa, us yeah. too but it's funny. We all looked like munchkins next to Hill. All of us, including yes, yeah. me. They're that tall? Next to- uh, yeah, they're tall. They're taller than me, and I'm 6'2". Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like, it's like every member of that band is... Yeah, they're, they're big. They're, yeah, they're all gigantic. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Even Australia. Taya. I mean, yeah. she's yeah. tall. You know, wow. <laughs> they're all they're all tall. Must be a, a requirement. You know, to... <laughs> it's something in the water. I was going to say it's something Seriously. in the water. <laughs> How about you, Maddie? Any? I think I got two people. Definitely Hillsong United, just because it was awesome to meet an artist that I didn't like tower over. Because in like all the pictures of us meeting artists and just people in general. Like I, ta- I, I always tower over them because I am six two, and everybody else is average size. <laughs> Everyone else is not. Um, so definitely like meeting Hillsong United and actually like the picture looking level was kind of nice. <laughs> um, but I think like when Colton Dixon like first started, I was oh my gosh, I was the biggest Colton Dixon fan. <laughs> Colton, I still love you if you're listening. <laughs> you're great. <laughs> um, yeah, like Colton Dixon was my. I remember when he came with Matthew West a few years back and you, me, and Emma, we, you know, we were all there and yes. backstage. And I remember you kept trying to like see where he was and see if you could find where his like. like a little stalker activity going on. <laughs> she was like, I'm just so excited to meet him. 
seven. She yeah. was like looking and peering, trying to see if she was, you know, when she would get her chance to say hi to him. Yeah, That's great. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us and for kicking off this inaugural meeting of uh, Dords, <laughs> Daughters of Radio Dads. Look for the Facebook group soon and a chapter <laughs> opening in your city. And we love you. Yes. Absolutely, we do. Oh, Hopefully that goes without you. saying. But yes. yes. We love you guys too. I'm, I'm glad we had a chance to do that, to get to know our, our daughters a little bit more. I, I've known Maddie, and I've seen Autumn a few times, but not yeah. a lot. It was it was nice nice to get a chance to spend a little bit we, more time with her. We got to know a little bit about Autumn, but yes. she's, you know, she's 17. She's not going to reveal too much. Right. right. You know, when we were doing that, when we were wrapping up that segment, we took a photo of the six of us, and I was looking for a scripture verse to go with it, and I went through and I searched the Bible, and there's, but there's not a lot about that relationship between fathers and daughters. But we know as dads how vital that relationship is between a father and a daughter, especially here in the 21st century when so many kids are growing up in single-parent households. That's true. Uh, A dad is a a little girl's first male role model, for good or bad. Uh, And she learns a lot about what to expect from men by the way her dad treats her mm, yeah for I know good I, or bad I know I often think I hope when Autumn finds somebody that he loves her half as much as I do yeah. and yeah. with the passion that I do there's just something special when you're doing it the right way uh, between a dad and a daughter and that's mm. that's biblical but it's it's hard to find a specific verse or chapter you know but in Proverbs 31 from verse 10 on down it's it's what a lot of people refer to is the Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> it's like the ideal woman. Mm-hmm. And you read that a lot and people use that a lot to tell people this is, this is how it, when you're, what you're looking for in a wife or when you're, if you're a woman, this is the kind of person you want to aspire to be. But you don't look at it a lot as from the standpoint of a daughter. You look at it as a standpoint of a wife. But there is one verse in that chapter that talks about daughters. Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that dad, Solomon is a dad, writing to his daughter who he wants to be like this Proverbs 31 woman and just letting her know that his love for her is unconditional and that he expects her to expect and accept nothing less than the love that he has given her for the rest of her life, right. in every relationship she has, but especially in every relationship she has with a man. And I think that is, hopefully, I have been able to impart that to my daughter. And I know just from watching you two guys and knowing you two guys and working with you and, and watching you interact with your daughters, that you strive for that same thing. Absolutely. You know, and I've, I've got double because not only yeah. I mean, we talk to Maddie, <laughs> but I've got my youngest daughter, Emma, who is at that that teenage age, I mean, she's younger than than Autumn. She's 14, you know, and it's you really want to make sure that you're doing the right thing with them, especially right. at that impressionable age. And I just pray that God is working through me to to help instill that those values that I hope my daughters will have. And I see it with Maddie. She certainly mm-hmm. got it, and mm-hmm. she has turned into be a beautiful young woman and I, I, I really believe Emma's going to be the same way yeah. and you just yeah. pray that 
you know, they will have those values. They're very precious gifts, and we have them for such a short time. Uh, it's so vital that we, as fathers, as men of God, that we use that time wisely and take that responsibility seriously mm. because we'll be called to account for it. And there is a humility that comes with being a father, too, that should be there. I'm not perfect. Neither of you guys are perfect either. And all three of us at some point have messed up with being a father. Mm -hmm. And do we dwell on that? I don't think that uh, God's grace mirrors that sort of action in our lives. We don't dwell on it. Maybe we ask for forgiveness when we need to. But we look to our Heavenly Father for the ultimate example mm-hmm. of how much He loves us, and we love our daughters in you know just a fraction of that love that our Father has for us. Yeah. And I yeah. think that we're going in the right direction at That's least. Right. right. Next time on the Finding Joy podcast, we are on the road to Sonoy. Yeah, a little south of Atlanta is where Sonoy is. Or Sonoy. Or- Sonoy. Sonoy. <laughs> And uh, Tyson's a great guy, too. It's He is someone that I met through the local artist Spotlight. This is not going to be focused on him as a musician, but more of just all that he's got going on in his life. He's like right. a renaissance man. Yes. He is, yeah. And he's found a lot of notoriety with woodworking. And on Instagram, he's got a lot of followers, too. If I could try to encourage just faithful, God's faithfulness and then that inspires in me a desire to be faithful as well uh, in response to the love that I've received. That's what I want to do with my woodworking side job as well. Like one of the first things on the Instagram thing is it'll say Tyson Moore, you know, Christ follower. You know, I've, made, I've predetermined in my mind if I ever grew this to a place where a company was like, hey, we'll work with you and pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars. You just got to take that part off. It's just non-negotiable. It's not going to happen. Yeah, right. So it's just like, you know, there are eternal things that matter. And other things like money that's nice, that doesn't. So I'll, I'll kind of try to keep the eternal things in that slot and then be free to enjoy the other things that's elsewhere. That's good. So make sure you follow the Finding Joy podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, YouTube, and all of those links are at our website, thejoyfm.com. Just go to the On Air tab and you can find the Finding Joy podcast. Also, give us a five-star rating, a review maybe. <laughs> please. Do please subscribe. You can find us on Apple, Google Play, everywhere else where fine podcasts are available and you can listen on your smart speaker email us your comments too we would love to find out some more about the joy in people's lives that we've not even met yet so you could email us some suggestions on a subject for a potential future episode that's finding joy podcast at the our next episode with tyson moore drops on the 30th we'll see you then with the finding joy podcast